0: When you say manure pile. Manure pile. It is one that has the chunk of corn in the manure <laughs> at the top and that sure. chunk of corn yeah. is right Fraser.
1: It's, it's so disgusting.
0: It's, yes. The whole thing is disgusting the entire weekend.
2: All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith, Scott Wiebe, Brian Chesko.
1: The end is near. That bittersweet moment is here. Bitter.
2: It is, and I'm glad. Only bitter.
1: We are recording this on Wednesday night. I'd like to say we deliberately waited until many of the midweek matches were done. And honestly, like I'm glad it did
2: because it gave a few more talking points that's after true today.
1: Because our pods are never long enough.
2: No, we needed more, more things to <laughs> say. More is needed.
1: But we are on the precipice of the end of the season. What NBC Sports here in the United States refers to is Championship Sunday. Yeah. And I don't know what uh, they call it in England. I honestly do Maybe they call it the same thing there. But in the United States, Championship Sunday has very special meaning because for one week only, all 20 clubs play at the same time. Yeah, And in the United States, NBC Sports does us the privilege of putting every match on a different television network that they
2: own. Yeah, it's fantastic. It so is y-
1: wonderful. You can watch any game you want to watch. That's exactly right. And so that means two things that I want to I wanna announce up front before we get any further which is at number one on our website, fantasysoccerfc.com, before Sunday, once the announcement is made by NBC Sports on which match is on which station, yeah, I will post something on our blog about how to watch Championship Sunday. It's our annual Championship Sunday post. Yeah. Your guide to watching Championship Sunday.
2: Mm-hmm. I wish there was a little bit more drama coming into this Sunday. Sure, but... Well, it will be great nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Especially for those agree. with fantasy teams trying to hope for some magic, yeah. pray for some magic. No, no, magic's
1: not needed. Just just steady staying the course, <laughs> staying first. That's all that we need yeah. here.
2: Well, Brian, there's, there's two people. There's people who wish for the steady course, and then yeah. there's people who pray for magic and thunder from the fantasy gods.
1: Yeah. I will say this, though. There is still some drama on this table. 4th place is a little bit up for grabs, a little bit up for Man, grabs.
2: Man, if Chelsea would have won today, it would have been different. It would've been a lot of fun. I feel like that yeah. took a little bit of the juice out. It's true.
1: 17th place is only slightly still up for grabs. Only mathematically that up for grabs. That juice got squeezed as well today. That's a weird way of saying it, but yeah. it's true. That's just number 1, fantasyfootballfc.com, look for that before Sunday. Number 2, on Championship Sunday, we'll be live tweeting throughout yep. the matches. It's one of the best Twitter days for us of the year. I mean, we have, we fully arrived last year on Championship Sunday when we had our first English Twitter troll appear. That's right. He's been muted. I don't know what he's saying. Brian, you you follow him, right?
0: I don't, I don't at all. And I don't care.
1: (laughs) Well, anyway, all that to say, we will do that. We will be focused on fantasy, but also the storylines that are fun. And so if you want to follow us at Fantasy Soccer FC. We will give you everything and more. We will we will begin roughly at nine a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is right like right two when the lineups are announced. Usually, right when the lineups are okay. announced, give a chance to run through the uh, the lineups for all the clubs and discuss the fantasy implications before kickoff, and then then we'll see what happens. That's so,
0: uh, that Twitter troll was a United fan. <clears throat>
2: I'll refrain, Careful, Scott. I Careful. will refrain from needing to be bleeped listen some of us <laughs> some of us are blessed to be arsenal fans Someone laugh that about that someone be blessed to be liverpool fans there's some people out there by no fault of their own have been brought into the united fandom we shouldn't chastise them like lady gaga
0: born this way man you can't do anything that's about right that's nice. right like, like all right all that aside like a motorcycle with a lady had a lady head <laughs>
1: not even sure what, what that, that means was. we're <laughs> gonna dig into the 10 <laughs> plus 5 matches that have taken place giving you everything you need from game week 38 are we ready to do this
0: let's let's get on to all but one of the matches
1: well i'm excited because not only do we have a new sponsor this week yeah i, it, I boy, have it's great i
0: have brought back the limerick holy oh, crap
2: nice.
1: relegation inspired man
2: okay it's so, been a while since we've had a limerick.
1: That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I thought to myself, we need to hit a limerick on this podcast sure. again. Absolutely. So that is coming. Stay
0: tuned for that. Are we ready, Brian? Yep. Let's get back to it, to the matches. Get to them. <laughs> on to them.
1: City nil, Huddersfield nil. Not much to say here, but since you don't own any Huddersfield players, you're happy about your city defenders and goalkeepers. Since then, Huddersfield drew again at Chelsea 1-1. And City dominated today hosting Brighton. Danilo oh. Bernardo Fernando, your scores.
0: A a very Manchester United y performance for Manchester City at home on Trophy Day against Huddersfield. Interesting. Um Hey, listen, the first thing I want to say about this, because that match I think if you're probably counting on Manchester City. Most everyone was. Some, most people, I think, were counting on someone.
2: At least one person.
0: I would say just based on transfers in, there were two significant people that, everyone, that a lot of people were counting on, at least for the Huddersfield match.
2: Let's also just say this, too. No one would have argued, before these two matches have happened, that City didn't have the best two matchups Going into oh, by, by far to finishing the weekend.
0: And we said that. And hey, I just want to point out, we were not the only ones.
1: Yeah, but guys, we were also saying you're going to face some
0: rotation blues with this. money. We, we, we said, yes, I we agreed that there was there was risk with this.
1: And we were entirely right. Not only were points down for those who played minus your goal scorers today, which are owned by maybe a collective four percent. Yeah, True. almost no one. Yeah. But also, there were guys who didn't even get announced to the squad, like Sterling today. I right. know.
0: Well, your big winner for the two matches is Leroy Sane. Uh, he and he had
2: another. He, had he Sterling trick, had one
0: hat trick of assists
2: two weeks ago, which um, oh, is called what, Brian, yeah. or what, what, Dave? Sane had an assist <laughs> hat. Okay, great. Yeah, assist hat.
0: I now I remember we said that. That's that's assist hat. Yeah, I, I like that. Sorry, Brian. Um. I know that hurt you. I just want to say look, on Roto World, which is a, almost entirely like it covers almost every sport that there is, a writer for Roto World, his exact quote, offering fantasy advice, this was in his column for 2 weeks. He said, "I am omitting Brighton and Huddersfield from consideration because their fixtures are very tough." Fantasy Football Scout Another fantasy site that is massive as fantasy fo- fantasy football goes. Yeah. Looking ahead to the double week thirty seven said what everyone was already feeling. Back to back home meetings with Huddersfield and Brighton for the champs means it's a case of just how many city picks we can squeeze in. Mm-hmm. That is a verbatim quote. Everyone felt that way, I think. Wrong. Hey, so- Wrong.
1: Wrong. Can I tell you why? We've we've discussed at length over the last several weeks uh, how our league has been shaping up in yes. the stretch run. Uh, Drew second place. Mm-hmm. Max that on city guys. Yep. For this upcoming game week, he chose Sterling, right? Jesus. Yep. And Gundogan, which I think was a financial decision. Yes. I came into game week thirty-seven with entirely zero city players. Okay. Understanding the risk of that. However, I was swayed by knowing there would be three to six changes in the squad for each match, right. and you can never predict, which is what we said. Focusing on that, I chose to just stay away and play guys that I knew would play at least once, but mostly twice. Yeah. Today, at roughly 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, when the lineup was announced for the City-Huddersfield match, forgive me, for the city Brighton match, right. I felt like the league had been locked up because right. no Sterling, Jesus there, but no Gundawan. It didn't matter. City players were a risk, and it was a risk that did not pay off unless potentially if you own and kept Leroy Sané.
0: Well, I just I think this is a an example of especially with Jesus. What am I doing right now? You're putting up two uh, two holes you're zeros. showing two zeros.
1: Zeros. Yeah. Zero city zeros zero city well, players Zero city players i mean
0: look i yeah it's a risk that paid off but i think it's still jay zeus not owning jay zeus is as risky a move as there was given the fact that he played all but eight minutes No, look i mean the fact that he didn't do anything i i don't i, I mean yeah i feel like that's hindsight is 2020 20 is a perfect yeah. it's a great strategy now Oh. Now, looking back now, I knew it's that a City, perfect strategy. I knew that
2: City wouldn't score <laughs> <Right>. against Huddersfield. <laughs> I knew that the whole uh-huh. time. Huddersfield Huddersfield did exactly what... Guys, guys. now Who on. was right? Who was right? You're... Who was right? Now, hold on a second. I have said this before, and I will die on this sword. There are plenty of guys who play poker who will call with, with complete crap because they don't know any better. And will make big bets, and they'll bet mm-hmm. people off hands until they run up against a real poker player who actually calls them on it, and they get smoked. Now that guy was winning some hands, making bad poker decisions. Yeah, but they were just getting lucky. Yeah, but okay? over
1: thirty-seven game weeks. I think I'm
2: past. But hold luck. on, so but but tell me this. Yeah, I'm going to put you in a spot right now. Okay, in no way did you think, man, City has Huddersfield and Brighton. There is no way in hell I want any of that team.
1: Oh, I was tempted. It was a logical, tactical decision. For to what stay reason? Stay
2: away because to of focus rotation? on players that
1: I exactly to okay. focus on players that and I that's knew fair.
2: would play. And that's fair. But it wasn't like you thought that they would have bad results.
1: I didn't think they'd have bad results. I knew that there was a strong possibility. that, that I would only be getting one matches worth of points.
2: I will absolutely admit that that where I was I was trying to I was swinging for the fence. I needed to hit a a Brian J type of a oh. week at the end of 2017. Didn't we? All? And I knew that I needed to nail, and this has been my Achilles heel all year, nailing captain's picks. But I knew I mm. needed to nail it. Now I missed, and mm. and in looking back, I should have known better, and like. It, it is true, Brian. You can look back and you can say, oh, well, you should have done that and I should have done this. Why didn't I do this? I knew this, Scott. I knew that Aubameyang yeah was playing regardless sure, both games. And, Brian, he should have been the easy captain and or triple I, I captain mean- pick for me, and I didn't do it. And, of yeah. course, he by far was the highest-scoring player on my team, and he, and that would have made a difference. He's yeah. one and of I, the
0: only guys who scored anything this yeah, week.
2: I know. 23, and, 23 points. And and I just don't know. when I, Looking back, when I'm making that decision, I just don't know why I didn't do it. And I know that Sterling I, – I captain Sterling, and he didn't play today, um, obviously, and, and he got like three points the other day or something, right? Yeah. So, obviously, I made a bad decision. Listen, I've made some bad decisions this year, as Brother Matt said the other day. If you just listened to yourself in the pod and made those decisions, maybe (laughs) you'd be in a different position. I get it, but it hurt. It hurt to see that, like, of course, a guy on my team's doing the scoring, and I'm like, Why did I not? Like, how could I not see this? Yeah, just, just it was just stupidity. Somehow, that myself get in the way of making good decisions.
0: Well, I mean, it's the everyone. Like one of the most triple captain people. I mean, the obvious choice was Kane. Kane finishes with a goal, so the only guy of the top triple captains to do anything. I just don't think. I just don't think bailing on Jesus going into this. Of all the players who were certain for City, Jesus was as certain That's true. as anyone. You're right. I thought Ederson was the next most certain. And
2: you were wrong. And I was wrong. That's amazing.
0: Ederson, you know, Ederson got to watch uh, got to watch um Claudio, Claudio Bravo allow the Brighton goal, like make the mistake that let Brighton score today. So even if you had you know, just looking at it now, it's even like, if you had a Stones or
2: Odamendi or well,
0: well, none of those guys played though. So that's the other thing. In the lineup today, Decom- there is nobody. It mattered Ojoa scoring matters none. For anyone who had Manchester City, because the top, the, f- the back five, the starting goalkeeper in defense was Bravo, Danilo, company, Laporte, and Zinchenko. What's the total ownership on the five of those guys? Next to zero. Yeah. So Stones, and Mendy, and Walker, not even on the bench. DeBrona, and Sterling, not even on the bench. At least we knew going into this, it was announced that David Silva was an a, a unlikelihood because he had traveled right. back to, to Valencia, Spain. Yeah. So. You didn't even know for sure that he wasn't going to be there. You just knew it was not likely because he had gone to Spain. So, But that's all stuff you learn. In the, I'm just saying, like, Jesus had no competition. There was nearly no risk of him losing minutes. Both matches at home, one of only three people to play both matches at home, to blank both matches to end with a total of four just shocking. is brutal given the matchups, given the fact that he wasn't rotated, and 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 just I think the anticipation of this it is just brutal. To clarify something I said
1: before, uh, Jay Zeus was never an option for me because and Abalmeang one and two at forward, Jordan Ayu my third forward. And I wasn't willing to go to Jesus and completely decimate my midfield and defense to do it. Now we have a guy in our league who did. It was true. He got all, right. all three of those guys: Kane, Bombing and Jesus. Yep. But he's also got nothing behind that, yeah. aside from maybe a you know a, a one 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 midfielder that we you know anyone of us would want. Yeah. The defense is, is kind of silly. So he went all in at forward. Obviously, in this case, didn't pay off. But in fairness, you're right. There is logic behind the Jesus pick. Where I decided to steer clear of City was with the sale of Salah, which I finally did going into 37. I did not go with Sterling or Sané or Debrauna. I went with
0: Christian Eriksen,
1: which didn't hit either. I mean, that didn't hit either. He got, I think, five total.
0: finished with five total.
1: But but that was where I made a deliberate choice to avoid City.
0: Two more than Raheem Sterling. It's just, I, I think that... The amount of obliteration that occurred this week, I think it was it was amplified with each successive match with each announcement of a team, the starting you know whatever it was the less starting the matches and more won. than
1: a lineup announcements, right The lineup right. announcements I mean, dictated everything this yeah week. I
0: mean, if you probably had heartache the moment that the team sheet was announced i I was feeling great. With each team sheet, because at least through the first, through the first, you know, round of
2: games, through the
0: first, yeah, through the first matches, I was like, I still have all of these guys yet to go. And it turned into nothing. And so, you know, I'm just looking at it. I just think Jesus, most transferred in, second most triple captained. Like this was not, it, it was, it just seemed like such a no brainer. Yeah. It was so obvious this week. Kane playing both matches at home, getting West Brom and Newcastle seems like such a no brainer. Like, that seems so obvious that that's going to work out. And this was the first bit, you know, between, you know, you get like all, all of today, all of Manchester City versus Brighton was about Yaya. I mean, they made the whole day about Yaya Torre. Is
1: he a legend? as they said i mean
0: i guess so he was no 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 don't 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 just play
1: along like what's your honest opinion Is he was he the legend? best
0: player he was one of the best players in the world f- 6 years ago huh true. so he was, was african true. footballer of the year he yeah. was one of the best like it was the, the uh when they won the title uh what was it 2012 something like that but I have a. I have if a only theory. there was a way we could. It doesn't matter. Look it does. not matter. Either way, the point is he was. Yeah, I mean he was great. Okay, but here's my serious. But, he, had a,
2: he had a song after him. Here, right? but
1: here's my serious follow-up question. <laughs> yeah. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't even do. Please don't <laughs> spare us all. Here's my serious follow-up. Was this party influenced at all by the fit he threw a few years ago uh, when I, they forgot to throw him a birthday party and give him a cake? I don't know. That's a good question. That's that's a, That's the question. That's point, the question. Scott. How I mean, much was this influenced by the that? The other
0: the other thing it could have been too is that uh at this point they've already celebrated all of the really really important things and yaya announcing that he's not playing, yeah, he's he's done after this is is one of the last things left to celebrate.
1: Final question about
2: City. Are you holding tight on them for 38? Uh yeah, because I think there's a reason why none of them played today is because they're all going to be fresh and playing the last week to get to a hundred points, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You agree, I
0: mean, I, even it, for me, I, there's I, mean, not, I can't do anything about it anyway. Look, I mean, I, I'm absolutely stuck with what I got. Yeah. And, I, and, I can't, and that's I,
2: true. Like why, why make that many moves unless, I mean, some people might be close and you, and you're really weighing it. I just, I mean, look, if they fool me again, then they, then I'm just a complete moron. But I mean, I have three city players: J.C., Silva, and Sterling. I got doinked in this game in the second match. Um, they, I mean, they pretty screwed. They screwed me the whole time. Anyways, city players were so wasteful in the Huddersfield game. We never got to that. We just kind of glossed over it. Well, they I mean, were so, so all of them wasteful. Anyways, as listen, the the soccer karma gods have it. Huddersfield stays up. So, good well, for them. Uh, I mean we'll Listen, talk about that
1: in a little bit yeah all right before we get to our next match it's time to hear a word from this week's sponsor wow okay, great hi i'm michael oliver premier league referee get him if you're like me and every other english referee you have the summer off from football after this upcoming championship sunday to celebrate allow me to recommend curious brew from Chapeldown. Established in 2001, Chapel Down is the market leader in English wines and produces an award-winning range of Curious beers and cider. Chapel Down is available in many leading restaurants, bars, retailers, and supermarkets in the UK and is growing rapidly overseas. Curious Brew is a lager of purity and freshness that is re-fermented with champagne yeast Mm. for a cleaner, fruitier, and more aromatic finish.
2: That is
0: Curious.
1: Order a case of cans or bottles at Curious Brew today at chapeldown.com
0: I'll believe it when I see it on my tap curious it's beer brew. wine
1: guys champagne beer for championship Sunday is that
0: what uh there's a there's a uh, it's called baby sham there's a little beer as <laughs> baby the uh, yeah it's a I think it's a similar idea that we have here in the United States oh, okay interesting it might not even be an American thing maybe not well either way I'm glad Michael Oliver stopped by yeah. to share that with us It's oh, very important
2: excellent. I'm glad he took time out
1: Chelsea won, Liverpool nil, Olivier Giroud created a little bit of drama for top four until earlier today when Chelsea drew against Huddersfield, Marcus Alonso scoring in that
0: one. A very spursy performance from Liverpool in a match that they needed at least a draw to keep some distance from Spurs and Chelsea for the top four.
2: Liverpool
1: had their chances. I, I don't want to go to spursiness necessarily. This Come wasn't on, like a Chelsea what is, domination.
2: What is the definition of spursiness?
1: We don't know because we keep changing it from Okay, week to that's week. Fine. okay. <laughs> I
2: know why. I know why Brian's bringing that up. I get it.
1: Obviously, they did need the points. They didn't get
2: a single they, one. It was a well. I wasn't I,
1: counting on that. There I'm was a only, Champions I, League letdown to be had, and it was had in this. Month. I'm um,
0: I'm saying that the the lineup says this is a this is a massive disappointment for Liverpool. They yeah, they went, a lot of, put a full lineup. They went out. That. They went after it. Absolutely.
1: Well, Klopp's doing that.
0: The He's only guy that. who wasn't there, only only guys who were not there were the ones who were injured. Yeah. So I I just feel like it was they were but
2: absolutely gonna... going for it. They and had they to got, go for and it. Chelsea was going for it too. Right. It's yeah. just so curious to see after Chelsea gets that result in a big massive game to completely crap the bed today with Huddersfield, and I and it just is fat. Look, credit to Huddersfield. Okay, And they go back to back weeks on the road. Yeah. Points with City and Chelsea. a point <laughs> and, at City and a point at Chelsea that they had to have when Chelsea was trying to make the top Listen, four, yeah. or I, maybe they weren't. Maybe Chelsea wasn't trying to make the top I, four. I, I, how do I you would, not start? How do you not start Giroud if you're Conte? How do you not start Giroud or, haza- or Hazard or Hazard? How do you not if you're truly trying to make the top? I just think he said, F it, I'm done." I'm done, and I'm not starting them. I'm walking out this door regardless. Middle and why help them? Why finger. help them get get top four <laughs> yeah. when he's sending me out the door regardless? Mm. Eat it. Well, the only other option is
0: the assumption of we just beat Liverpool. Now we get to beat Huddersfield. The assumption of yeah competitions coming in. Well, we're in form.
1: It's the same thing Pep did today, right? He made all these changes, and you know the only reason we're not talking about Pep mailing it in today is because. His backups won, but he had nothing
0: to play for other than history,
2: which okay. is a motivator. And, and it's for not them. that big of a and motivator Brighton's, to twenty
0: year old and Brighton's safe. So I, I as much as I, but the thing is, as much as yeah, I want, true. as much as I want to factor in desperation, uh, yeah. I, the thing that drives me crazy is there is not I, even if you're looking at it going into this on the brightest side for Huddersfield, their past two, the past two results are just not expected it does there's not, no there no. is no way in no. the world you could possibly look at that and say there's nothing oh yeah they can get two points at at city and at chelsea chelsea had just won four straight they were they were no loss in their last five including just beating liverpool at home I, like in a way like i don't care about like even in the liverpool match if you want to say Champions League final, Liverpool maybe has an eye. You know, sure. they want to they want to get form or whatever, and they want their best guys out there getting ready for this. They needed Chelsea needed a win against Huddersfield as much as anybody else did for any other reason. Yeah, this week, if yeah. you want to get to the top four, they they needed a win, and they benched the two most important guys for it's them a, right now in form.
2: It's unbelievable. I'm telling you, I I really think something happened. Somewhere, and Conte said, "Epic, I'm. They're not starting, and I, I'm done. I and, don't think that. I don't Scott, think that's I don't, silly. I think is that's it si- though.
1: I think that's silly. However, <laughs> the results speak for themselves. Conte's yeah.
2: done nothing but good no, for that club. But this, they've handicapped him this past year with no transfer money. Abramovich wouldn't go get the players he wanted to get. Conte was kind of given this, this this sour bag of apples." If that's even something, Brian. It is, and I'm just, and and I think he's gotten to the end of the year, and I don't know what else has happened behind closed doors. But I'm telling you, it is toxic. And how do you not start Hazard and Giroud? Yeah, it's no, just well, unbelievable. I'll tell
1: you why you don't start Giroud. It's because of Scott's side of the day last week. Giroud doesn't score unless he subs in. That's why you don't start Giroud. Hazard, I don't really understand unless there's something we don't know about his availability this week well but regardless but, they are on the outside looking in in terms of top four now
0: as as somebody who triple captained Eden Hazard this week oh you did yeah oh sorry man to see him one sub off early against Liverpool yeah. right. after a man of the match quality performance from him yeah in that match to then you know that at that point I'm thinking that's great
2: He's getting extra. Uh, you know what? He's subbing That's off true. he's got
0: three points. He's subbing off early. They need this. Yeah. He's gonna play That's right. And then nothing. Yeah. And then he comes on at fifty-eight minutes or whatever it was. And I don't know if they expect him to walk on and be Superman distributor, but it doesn't it just didn't work. He didn't he couldn't play into the game after Huddersfield were that established. It was just like it was it was like a. It was basically like a power play in hockey, and and Huddersfield w- was down a man. You know yeah. what I mean? It was they were the ones just dumping the ball right back into the other end for forty
1: minutes. You have to wonder what would have happened if Hazard had had any of those chances that Rudiger had in this no, Huddersfield match. I don't Brian, think about are it. you also stuck with Hazard for thirty-eight? Do
0: you? Want I to get am. Rid of him? I, I yeah. I don't know what. So I have an injury that I I am not counting on a guy. In the defense being there, do you for have me. a chip
1: left? For I 58? have my bench boost remaining. So you want fifteen
0: healthy guys? I need fifteen healthy guys. All right. So I am probably going, and that's what I was going to say. They ha- they're at Newcastle. They have to win. They have to win. Chelsea. Has yes, they have to win. Yeah. To win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but
2: they had to win today.
0: Newcastle. Well, yeah, yeah. But they they did. I agree. And so. Look, I'm not I don't have to be Kyle Martino to to be, you know, pre-match <laughs> to to see that to ask the question, what is Hazard doing on the bench? What how long do you wait? They ask the question at halftime. What are you waiting for? So, I think everyone else sees the same thing. At Newcastle this Sunday, uh, for, you know, Newcastle's only playing for a better spot for their umbrella at the beach. So, <laughs> I mean, the FA Cup final is on the 19th. It is six full days after the match. So soccer gods help me for even saying this. I think you expect a full go-for-it Chelsea squad here. But why didn't you
2: see that? I don't know. Exactly. And that's why I'm so, saying I don't know.
1: Like, it's midweek. It's That hard.
2: would make me more. If I don't own any Chelsea players. But if I did, especially Hazard, um, I, that would make me way worse, more scared than like a City player. I do
0: have an answer. Okay, of why, and you've answered it before with Arsenal. When Arsenal throws their JV team out, right? I think, I think when you see the lineup, a front line of Morata, Willian, Pedro, Cesc, you think That's probably we good should be to able today. to score a goal or two against Huddersfield at home. They started a a pretty decent defense, and. And I think they'll probably feel like they were hard done by since the De Poitra goal came like seconds after Willian felt like he got mugged and laid there in the middle of the, like right outside the 18 yard box on on Huddersfield side of the side of the ball.
1: And again, Rudiger's impact can't be overstated
2: either. Pretty
0: wasteful on oh, his part. Very wasteful. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Congrats, Huddersfield, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. The
2: it's Terrier, fun to see. Scott, you yeah. said that there's no way in hell that they'd stay up. You also said that there's no way in hell Brighton would stay up. And both of them did. So a little bit of egg on your face. Well, there, you mind. have
1: no idea that you've just done it, but you've provided the
2: perfect segue into Scott's <laughs> stat of the day. <laughs> yes, I did. Good job, guys. Yeah. It's the only good thing I've done in the last three weeks. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day.
1: Scott's stat of the day is the number three. Three, three represents how many promoted clubs there are each year, as well as the number of relegated clubs, of course. However, it also represents the number of times that all three promoted, promoted clubs, clubs stay up. have stayed up okay. in the Premier League. I thought all three would go right back down. I, re- I said that
2: well, I, I. think You thought
0: Newcastle. We need to go back and listen to the tape, but I think he's right
2: did you when really think that
1: i we all had newcastle fever when the se- when the season was sure. getting ready to start we sure. were very excited i still knew rafa benitez <laughs> they were coming right back up yeah. deandre yedlin is a young promising american uh, and then we dug into the roster during the newcastle episode
2: yeah and, and we, we didn't feel nervous. great about it
1: it was a championship roster they stayed up because of rafa and uh and that's the one thing I guess I didn't and Iose factor And Perez. In. That's not true. He scored six goals. Their leading goal scorer, Iosi Perez, six goals.
0: We can talk about them. We'll talk the about Newcastle
1: him day. later when I give you the props you deserve. All right. And meanwhile, uh, egg on my face. I thought all three would go back down. None of them look,
2: will. one of the hardest things to do in the beginning of the year, which I love to do, is try to predict the top four and the bottom three, right? And or try to predict any form of table before the a ball is kicked, Brian. that's difficult congrats also
0: to anyone who brought in uh, marcus Alonso or held on to him this long uh the only the only guy really uh maybe victor moses if he had him yeah Uh, because yet again another disappointment for me the guy who i've been screaming all along finishes probably with a really good week after his assist against liverpool
1: Brighton won United nil this whole crazy game week got started with an entirely crazy scoreline. We should have seen the rest coming to be quite honest uh the goal I don't even know I didn't even write it down. who really cares? It was Brighton beating United,
0: yeah, a very uh Liverpoolish performance from Manchester United on Friday yeah um
1: <laughs> thanks that's right
0: uh just look at look at the performances um. Paul Pogba, fourth most transferred in for the game week, finishes with two points. Ugh. fingers crossed here, my last shot at points this week. Paul As we Pogba, sit
1: here, United, uh, do they go to West Ham? They they're, they they're away. They're away to West yeah.
0: Ham. Okay. Uh, Chris Smalling and David De Gea, trash. Yeah, Sanchez, just... Alexis Sanchez, not even in the squad. Nope. against Brighton. Manchester United announced that on Friday uh, that he didn't even travel with the team. Jose Mourinho clarifying, of course, like he always does, to say, of course Alexis and Lukaku have injuries, so they weren't an option, but we believe in these players. Yes, Jose, of course. Of course they, ha- they have injuries. Both Alexis and Lukaku, who we knew and talked about all the time, they, them, <laughs> the both plural, them. both
2: injuries. Brian, I will tell you right now, why Sanchez wasn't on that field. Uh-huh. It's because at some point was it Wednesday, at some point Wednesday to Thursday, Mourinho had a press conference. Yes. And he said, correct me if I'm wrong in the press conference, don't quote me, but the gist of it, I'm going to be playing players who are on World Cup teams. He, Jose I,
0: Mourinho in the middle of the week last week clarified his reasons for not his reason for not selecting Eric Bailly. Someone had asked that at some why point why he wasn't is he healthy? Is he still have a problem? Mourinho said no, he's been healthy. I he's he's completely fit. I'm just I'm not playing him because he's one of the few players on the team that does not play in the World Cup over the summer. He was prioritizing his world the World Cup players. Yeah, stayed true to form here. Sanchez though is now they've said you know is is available for selection for West Ham what will be tomorrow yeah. uh, I, I i my my th- best whole is this. thing all gets thrown right out the window the second that pascal gross pascal gross of all people <laughs> pascal gross <laughs> finishes the dream season it doesn't matter what he does this uh, it doesn't matter what he does sunday what a season for pascal gross assisted by his caro who is also been really, really good for he Brighton. Has. he has really. What nationality really good.
2: is this here, though? I want to say Colombia. I just wonder if we're going to get to see. He has been so good. Yeah. I just wonder if we're going to get to see him in the in the uh, World Cup. My, my point for Sanchez is this: I know how Sanchez reacts when you tell him because I saw it happen at Arsenal for many years that he's not going to play. He's a whiny little baby, and I guarantee you. He said or did something, stormed out of a room or whatever when he got win that World Cup players weren't playing because he's not playing in the World Cup. Chile along with Italy and USA, massive disappointments not being in the World Cup. So I I look, he's not injured. Sanchez hardly ever gets injured. Hmm. He hardly ever gets injured. And I'm just telling you the only way that he's not playing. Oh, you know what was hurt? Brian, his feelings. His feelings were hurt.
0: Mourinho said, "Of course, he has an injury." You know
2: what? Mourinho was probably right because he probably actually was meaning his
0: feelings. Mm. They're the last. I mean, they're the last gasp here. To, I mean, I feel like uh, so few people performed. Yeah. That they. They have a chance to at least do something here, and knowing the number of the number of people who kept De Gea for exactly this thing, this yep. going into this De Gea, who looked safer than David De Gea, right, against Brighton and West Ham, hardly anybody, maybe Ederson, <laughs> <laughs> but right. how many? I mean, when that goal goes into the net, that absolutely destroys the wisdom of the experts. Yeah. All completely gone. Brighton plays a lackluster Manchester United who manages to do this kind of stuff all the time.
2: Brian, I own three players, and they all <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> uh, a lot yeah. of us do. Smalling that, De Hay. That, that will be bleeped out, and, and people will probably think I said something else. It wasn't <laughs> as bad as you thought it was. Just it was, I'll say it that. It's more funny than right. anything else.
1: Do we trust anyone going into 38 on Manchester United?
2: Yeah. Do, um, you do? Hold on. I, I think it's worth mentioning Mourinho's quote of uh, someone asked him "Oh yeah in the in the, in the the presser about his lineup selection. which oh, yes. And he said along the lines of, maybe you won't complain so much about their playing time. Yeah.
0: Like, in other words, like like you'll, lost, stop, asking so me, stop, you'll asking. stop asking me There's why A, reason a B, and, why, and C aren't playing as much. Yeah. There's
2: a reason why I'm not playing those guys. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Anthony Martial. I, yeah. That's who I
2: was... Here's looking at you with one eye.
0: Now i i think the i think they're playing it. It's the last game of the season at home against Watford. I mean, I would expect a fairly a fairly standard Manchester United starting lineup. If hey, you're playing in the World Cup, Scott McTominay, get him in your lineup. Why not? What's the worst that no, could well, happen? Right. You'll have the same number of points. <laughs> He's going to get you the same right. number of points as as Paul Pogba. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: West Brom won Tottenham Nil. This was just one of the many amazing things that happened. And by the way, I tweeted out from our account. I'm sure you guys saw it. Uh how Saturday was why we watched the Premier League. Yeah. Saturday's relegation drama was some of the greatest soccer you will ever watch. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Obviously it was followed by yesterday, Tuesday's Swansea Southampton sort of clincher, but but Saturday was a beauty to behold. Yeah. Partly because Jake Livermore gave the Baggies the win.
0: Yeah. A very uh, Manchester City performance from Tottenham Hotspur, <laughs> in a match so that true. would have would have been good for them to at least draw in their chase for the top four. Uh, <laughs> we were all Baggies after this match. All oh yeah.
2: For sure. Um No. No, no, no. I've been wanting them to go down. There was nothing wrong with you. No. Darren Moore. Your heart is your heart you is what, grinchy small, right, I like now, man. Darren Moore. Darren Moore. The Listen. rest the rest of those that team can kick rocks, man.
1: You know what? You know what there is to no this way. though. You're I have a, Chris a theory. Brunt guy. I have a
2: theory. I was. I
1: think like are do you guys not get that weird feeling that I get when I see a manager on the sidelines who's this big fat white dude and you're like if I'm a player, I'm just looking at that manager. I'm thinking, I can run
2: circles around you. You
1: can't touch me. I'm not going to listen to you. But then you see a guy like
2: Darren Moore. I would be scared. Darren Moore, if if he got his hands on me, would would crush me with his grip. Yeah. He doesn't sell players. He kills them. <laughs> you, you trust
0: his discipline.
2: He throws them
1: out the door. Yes, he does. Listen, 11 points in five matches. Yeah. You just have to say to yourself, "What if?" I hate it for hey him. Man, what
2: if? No, Listen, no, 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 no. I don't. I hate it for Darren Moore. I don't. I don't. Why? Because it's a good resume builder. You, he'll, no, he'll get a job somewhere else. He
1: will get. it. No, he will take them to the championship
0: and he will bring them right back. I up. hope
2: not. What's wrong with <laughs> you, Albie? You
0: are saying you are letting it's your. You are letting your. Rondon, Jay Rodriguez, hate, Maybe. drive your decision to not support a team. That Darren th-
1: Moore's West Brom, Brom is not Alan Pardew or Tony Pulis's West Brom. That's
0: true. That's very I true. Just Dave. Want, I just I want.
2: Lo- I liked West Brom when Matt Phillips and Chris Brunt were doing their thing, Brian. But that, was that, was to- that was Tony Pulis. That was a. That was Tony Brom. Pulis dec- decided to start changing things. Ever since they stopped doing their thing and they were just sucky West Brom. I'm like, you're just an embarrassment to football. Hey, Get out of the league. Look. Well, they are. <laughs> but I like Darren Moore. I wins. hope he gets
1: another job somewhere else. He's not. He's not getting a job anywhere else. He's going to keep West Brom. He's going to bring them back. He's going to raffle them back? Well, I'm not going to guarantee it's going to happen after a year, but he is the right man for that job.
0: Two draws and three wins.
1: Against tough opponents. Since
0: April 7th since the second that Darren Moore replaced Alan Pardew on April 2nd
2: what if he's done something to motivate him. they're they're scared <laughs>
0: they listen west brom conceded they conceded 11 goals in the eight losses that they had after the end of february from like the end of february, february 24th on they've conceded 3 total goals since april 7th
2: yeah that's interesting all right two
0: of their wins the two wins they won at United. Yep, they win. They win against Spurs. Yep, draw Liverpool. A two-two draw at home against Liverpool. I mean, yep. I don't know. That yep. is that is fairy tale magic right there, it, Dave. And it you're really somehow was. not letting it start your heart.
1: Here's the thing, though, for fantasy, all the story here's about Spurs. The Spurs played again today. They won one nil against Newcastle. Harry Kane got that goal, the lone goal for Spurs in this game week. Harry Kane's today. Yeah. What do we make of Spurs?
0: Well. Assisted by Sun and so you get Kane and Sun in back to back on paper good matchup for Spurs. Right. Erickson, nothing. Delhi, nothing. Uh, defenders, you probably did okay over the course of the over the course of the two matches with anyone who Ryan, started in defense. My only yeah.
2: good move of this whole week and it may maybe in a long time. You brought was in Vertongan. I brought in Vertongan. Yep.
0: Safest safest guy out there.
2: <laughs> and yes it was nice but i mean to have that he and obama Yang be the only guys to do anything on my team was well and i not didn't have cares. the
1: money to do that after yeah. i decided to bring erickson in for sala yeah i knew i wanted to sell harry Maguire, and so i had the exact right amount of money to be able to bring in ben davies
0: and then Six. he doesn't and then you got pepped that's
1: exactly right. He did get pepped. He had zero. Then he got six today in the right. match against Newcastle.
0: No, I, I wanted... As far as Spurs are concerned, I mean, they finish a, a, their last match against a, a all of a sudden one match in form Leicester City. <laughs> uh, what the heck? Spurs have nothing but the World Cup to look forward to. I mean, Kane's still chasing the golden boot. I mean, I just feel like... What's their incentive to, to bench anybody? Uh a nice little unspursy stat. Uh, Spurs are undefeated in 35 of their last 37 home matches. Pretty good run.
2: That is a good run, considering someone on this podcast said they had the curse of Wembley. Well, no. I, I mean, look, I mean, there are plenty. I'm sure
0: and when I say undefeated... I mean, there's plenty of draws in there that you're probably not happy about. But still But still two two losses in thirty seven matches for Spurs is uh let's go a ahead nice and
1: square up on two of our four bets that are out there. <laughs> yeah. Dave, at the start of the year, I said Spurs would not finish fifth or higher. It's true. You said no, they absolutely will. Right. They are guaranteed, I think at this point, They're guaranteed to finish fourth. top five.
0: Yeah. Right. They finish were, four top four. Yeah, you're right. They top, they four. Guaranteed they fourth. top four. Clinch top four. If they beat Leicester, they will finish third.
1: Which means they will absolutely win this bet. You will win this
2: bet. I, I will win that bet.
1: Now, we do need to go back because we still have this ongoing West Brom forwards versus Man City forwards oh, bet going on. I what, am
2: hanging on What an amazing
1: thread of threads. Well, and even though there's only one City forward remaining this season in this bet against the two West Brom forwards, Jesus had two matches to West Brom's one match. And And yet, it didn't matter. Got
2: me jack crap.
1: Thirty to twenty nine. West Brom still leads. I don't care what anybody says. That's where the drama of Championship Sunday (laughs) is right there, guys. That is right right there. So
2: so quickly, let's update. Then, if we're going through them real quick, the the Marco did not score.
1: He still got one goal. He's got to get a. He's between the Thursday match against United. In the championship Sunday match, he's got to score three times for me to win that bet.
2: For you to win. So yep. if he only scores two, then I win that bet. You
1: won the Iose
2: Perez bet. He scored more over the double match week than five points. That's He scored seven. <laughs> but he yeah. scored but it, more. But he won the bet. He got you won the bet. One that goal. goal, which was a nice goal, by <laughs> the way. It was a good goal. Seven
0: points outscores just about every. Every other striker except for Obama. every Young. other striker in yeah. the yeah. double week.
1: No question. You got that one. I was surprised that he scored. Didn't think he'd do it, but yep. he did. I got seven a lot of points. points. Yep. Good job. See, uh, so props to you, what, Dave. Was
2: there any other uh was there any other ones? Was that was that it? Um no look, I, I to start the year I thought that uh, I thought the top four in no really particular order would be um Arsenal obviously wrong, uh City uh Tottenham and I believe it was Liverpool and I thought United and Chelsea wouldn't make top four. I was close. Hey, look, the only other
0: thing about Spurs for a team that didn't buy their first player until the Did, until like August thirteenth or something like that, whenever they bought uh whenever they brought Serge Aurier and Davinson Sanchez in. Yeah. Didn't, hey, only back on, only backed up Kane with Fernando Llorente and year. end up with Lucas Mora in the in the in the January window. Who
1: barely saw the pitch.
0: That's the reason why. I mean, I mean, the the number of people who put them outside the top four was significant. It was for that exact reason. So, I mean, testament to them, man. They they uh, they did it.
1: Now they just need to make sure they enter their new stadium with yeah, Mauricio Oof. Pochettino. Arsenal 5, Burnley 0. Yeah. Arsene Wenger sent out at home in style. Aubameyang with the brace, Lacazette, Kolasinitz, and Awobi also adding to the gold tally. Saying goodbye to Arsene, yes, but then they go onto the road today losing 3-1 at Leicester.
2: Started sort of a weak side.
1: Yeah, well, Aubameyang scored in this one too.
2: Yep, no, he did. this was not... Uh... Brian, this was... This was a. Uh, this was the start of Yang's week. This is what blew the doors off, man. Yep, it's what made two goals and an assist. It's and what, and at, while this is going on, I'm thinking to myself, "How could I be so stupid?" Hey, look, man. How could I be so stupid? The
0: number of people in that, what for world we live. The number of people who sold him in the past, especially last week. Tons of people moved to Jesus and Kane from Yang in the yeah. past week. I'm sure it had something to do with the matchups. Obama Yang the only striker to be in the dream team yeah for the week yeah for, with good reason and probably one of the few people that anyone even thought about triple captaining that it actually he did it. Yeah. You're thrilled.
2: I am heck, thrilled. Heck I, you captain him you feel great. Uh, triple captain him you're you're jumping for joy shaking the world.
0: Uh good on you if you also put uh Kola Sheenitz or Hector Bellerin into your uh, double who did ga- that? Double who game week. Did that? Uh, nobody did. Of course, nobody did. Why would you? Speaking of teams that you had no idea who was going to play. Yes. Other than Obama Yang,
2: Brian, uh, you and I discussed this after they lost the Europa match. Brian doesn't even let me r- grieve for more than three minutes before uh, he shoots me a text message. Okay, are any of the players going to be available for this weekend? Hey, it's Is worth- Arsenal players now in our? Ar- Arsenal players in play.
0: You gotta look ahead, man. You just gotta and I'm start like, looking ahead.
2: Are you like? Give me five minutes to beat to to cry my cry my blues away here. Come hey, even on. hey, even Jack Wilshire ended up with an assist this
0: week. It's amazing. Jack Wilshire finishes the double week with more points than
2: Christian Eriksen. Of course he did because we saw that coming. Yeah. Brian, the only thing that I said when we discussed this was the only thing. I did say I said two players. I said Chambers, who I thought would play today. Mm-hmm. He did not. And uh, and then, but Aubameyang. Yeah. Uh, I thought those two were the only guys that I would have trusted to play both. And I was iffy on Chambers. But I'm like, Aubameyang's going to be playing. He's hey, absolutely going to be playing.
0: And you get Aubameyang against Leicester to score a goal that is unassisted. So the only guy to produce for, for Arsenal yeah. in both matches. Uh, at all. Yeah, I was one of those
1: that triple captained Harry Kane. His eight points turned into 24. However, I'm looking right next to his name and I see Aubameyang's 23 without it just hurts, right? any chips or anything uh, yeah. supplementing that. It's like what could have been?
0: Well, I, uh, Fantasy Premier League themselves uh, responded to a guy who had the same lineup that Drew did in the league. Kane, Aubameyang, Jesus yeah. and he was mourning harder because he triple captain uh, Jesus. Jesus out of the three.
1: What do we make of a bombing state? We've we've said for a while only a bombing for Arsenal. Is that true going into 38?
2: I would guess so, right?
0: I would guess so. Or are you nervous because Lacazette didn't even sit in the squad?
2: Well, but uh, that's sort of consistent with a lot of teams. That's why this that's why the second match was so brutal. So many guys weren't even in the squad. Yeah, I'm going to think that in their last match, that that the closest bet that the best team they can throw out there is going to be out there. Yeah, and so I would think that that's probably Bellerin, and Monreal, Chambers, because Koscielny's hurt or whatnot. Mustafi, I think uh, Mkhitaryan, Ozil, Lacazette, Bamiyang all play probably oh. in Ramsey and Ajaka. So something along those lines. Huh. I I okay. would guess. All right. That works for me. Um Anything to make a Burnley's performance in this one? Man, they kind of had something to play for. Like, in other words, it was only one more spot. They, they're guaranteed Europa status. Yeah. But they wouldn't have had to play Europa qualifier. Maybe that didn't matter to them. But, man, that they kind of were pathetic.
1: Uh, Dave, you're someone who has, has used the phrase at the beach, uh, which... Wasn't ours. Obviously, we borrowed that from right. Premier League vocabulary sure. uh, to indicate clubs that are essentially they, they've they've ended early. They're there, but they're not really there. Mid-table
2: clubs have don't have top four to fight for. Don't have to worry about relegation. Yeah, at the end of the season, the last three or four matches, you always are worried about teams who are at the beach. And typically, as fantasy owner,
1: fantasy player, you you. You get frustrated at that, right? You get frustrated when clubs don't show up for matches. Absolutely. Okay, but I tweeted out over the weekend that who among us hasn't slacked off at work a little bit on a Friday leading into a weekend or the day before a holiday or right before you're about to go on vacation? True. Who among us hasn't done that? And that's essentially the equivalent of what this is here. So can we really criticize clubs for being at the beach?
2: No, I'm not. I'm no, I'm not necessarily doing Brian. that. But All right. they All right. still had something to play for. All right, a little. the
1: a little bit The
0: word that usually gets thrown around with stuff like this, you know, to if, like as pundits say it, is professional. They're professionals. We yeah. are. If you're a professional, you go to work, you act like a professional. There, no, one is, no one is work. No one like is quitting. No one's giving up because you're professionals.
1: By gosh. Okay, but I'm a professional trainer, and you know what? Last Friday at three thirty, I had a choice. Am I going to start a project that I know I'm not going to finish and have to carry into this week, or right. am I going to wait? And you sure. know what I did? You waited. I waited. Sure.
0: What if it was a what if it was a project that you already knew you were going to finish on a certain date, and there was nothing you could do to affect the outcome of that project positively or negatively? Would you go a hundred percent at it all the time, That's interesting constantly? Point every second of your of your time with that project no you understand what i'm saying not really <laughs> what i'm saying is do, what i'm absolutely. saying is teams that have nothing to gain or lose right by what by where they are and they where know setting, when that project and they know is that. done yeah.
1: which is why we've bailed on Leicester, watford to some extent recently newcastle I mean, that's why we've done that. Yeah. And the closer you get to the end of the season, the narrower the amount of clubs you should be choosing from is. It's just the way that it is. Yeah. The moment City won the title, but yet we still saw they had some motivation, we didn't shy away from those players because we knew they were still playing for something, rotation aside, right? Sure. United, though, what do they have to play for?
2: Very little. Well, uh, obviously, uh, Burnley. Mourinho says a bit. World, World Cup. Yeah, okay. World well, Cup. and that's honestly, that's a
1: very kind thing for him to do, to try to help his players make World Cup squads. That's a very nice thing for him to do. Uh, that that is something we didn't say earlier. Aside from that, though, there's really not much left. These guys are playing for. No. So as far as I'm concerned, we're done here.
2: Hold okay. on, stop. I, I I have a I you have, have to a. Letter. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go get a drink. No, listen, I, I okay. Scott, you're gonna love this. Okay.
0: Wait, you're just gonna leave me here to listen to this by myself? Listen, I I'm the to least have, interested in listen, it.
2: My the the manager for Arsenal. <laughs> you say you're the least interested. Yeah. First. Uh, the manager for Arsenal, Arsene Wenger. For those of you who just have had your head buried in the sand, uh-huh. Arsene Wenger, Arsenal's manager.
0: Your manager.
2: My manager. Yeah. Is leaving in four days okay so i wrote a letter i wrote a, a quick little paragraph letter to him and then more or less a summation and letter to everyone else kind of thing so <laughs> dear arson merci merci arson wenger merci vous pour les 20 années on au monde comment le budget is destiny it's Jet Joey. You want me to read that in uh, in English, Scott? I don't
0: know. I, I have a feeling in there somewhere was uh, some sort of <laughs> lifetime <laughs> curse against Meza uh, I have
1: a feeling, actually, that the only way Arsene Wenger is going to understand what you said is if you do give us the Absolutely, you're
2: right. That right. French was horrible. Uh, hey, Arsene Wenger, thank you for the last 20 years, having shown the world how the beautiful game is meant to be played. Hey now, Scott! Oh, if you if you gosh. thought that Did the you rest really of... just say that now, Scott! If you thought that the rest of this letter was going to be like that, you're very wrong. No more French in this letter. Therefore, signifying no more French manager at the club. The day Yet. has finally come, Brian. Some would say, "What took so long?" Some would say, "It hasn't been long enough." I'm not sure who those people are. So four days. Four days to Arsenal will be officially beginning a new chapter in their historic Scott novel. Sure, there's optimism coupled with a little hesitancy. It's probably going to read a lot like Twilight Breaking Dawn. (laughs) But there will be a buzz in Arsenal Nation. It is time to make a dominant successful future. Arsene Wenger was actually judged by the success... Scott of Arson Wenger. Oh, marks. And maybe that was his downfall. <laughs> did you see what no. I did there? He no, was wait. judged by his success, and ultimately that was part of his downfall.
1: Because he had so like when a club scores too soon, you say
2: you're saying he got trophies too soon. Sort of. A little bit maybe. Just saying. Anyways so with him gone listen he made other mistakes too let's not be dumb about that. so with him gone two words fu- granite Jaka. <laughs> okay fair so with him gone the future should be bright the club is in great financial terms and has some exciting players sure hey santi's back sure he there will need socialist. to be he is now sure there will need to be some house cleaning and that will only make the team stronger so when closing I'm cautiously optimistic about the club moving forward and I'm glad this season, the worst season in 25 years is almost over. Two questions for you. Yes.
1: Who will be, who do you want to be Arsenal's next manager?
2: I wish I knew enough about the game to have a great idea. I think this though, for me, I think there's two types. You either go with someone who's going to kind of come in and clean house. Um, someone with, with an, a lot of experience I think I would actually go with, uh, and I don't know who this would be, but a younger candidate, um, someone who would be there for five to eight years as opposed to two to three. You know what's weird? I
0: feel like you've cooled off so much on Eddie Howe that you, before it seems like it's somebody you would have gladly taken at some point, and now you're like, you know what? I don't know if I want that. And You know what I think it is? It's. I think it's, I think. It's like a little bit of Arsenal greed creeping back in.
2: <laughs> I think we're right.
0: actually a little better than what Eddie Howe is going to Can give manage. us. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I again, I, I I just don't know what to even wish for at this point. I, I, I'm just gonna whatever they decide. Honestly, I'm glad I don't have to make a decision. I think Finishing ahead of Spurs is a well, start. Well, but someone someone said uh, Craig Burley is it is Craig Burley. Craig Burley said Isn't he a Liverpool ad- guy. I think he is. Craig Burley's point on ESPN FC was that um, he thinks that Arsenal is just screwed because they're, all the good managers currently that he thinks are good have jobs. And so the pool that you have to pick from is crap. So, And and then other people will say, hey, you don't want to be the guy after the legend. right? right. You want to be the guy after the guy. I, look, I don't know. I just know that I think I'd rather have someone who would be there for five to eight years as opposed to two to three.
1: First prediction for next season. Yeah. Will Arsenal finish above their current place in next year's table?
2: Man, I mean, look, let's be realistic. I, I think right now it would be tough to say yes. You're hoping for Europa League qualification next year? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, there's so many things in the air right now. I just don't know what. Like, I, I don't think that. Look, Chelsea wasn't wasn't great this year, but Chelsea has a way of being bad than being really good than being bad, but with the strides that Liverpool has made with uh, Van Dijk and, Sal- and Salah and, and and City and United is always willing to spend money to you know to get up in there. Notice a lot of changes would have Spurs, to be made. Brian.
0: Oh, yeah. You Left out Spurs. I
2: know. Well, the Spurs will be there. They're always they always are. They're they're Harry Kane's team. Oh.
1: It's true. Fighting words.
2: Everton won,
1: Southampton won. The drama of Saturday culminated in the Tom Davies goal in the 96th minute. But prior to that, Nathan Redmond gave Saints hope. Maya Yoshida brought it all crashing down with his red card. Since we're discussing Southampton, though, yeah. let me also mention here Mar- uh, Manolo Gabbiadini's goal that essentially, likely, saved Saints' season. So
2: we're not talking about the Everton game, are we?
1: we're talking about southampton in general dave well, southampton
2: i really feel like brian i'm just going to jump to i really feel like swansea's a better team and the better team is going to get relegated and i just don't know it since i've been following the league i just don't remember a time when i thought that team is 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 not a championship level team that's a premier league team and they're dropping and they shouldn't be I don't remember saying that about another team before. Well, maybe, I don't agree. maybe Newcastle—the first time they dropped, because. But nah. Swansea's a better team than Southampton. Uh, Southampton uh, is garbage. You think? Tottish, uh, you think? What did Tottage do the last two games? Jack crap. That's well, true. Gonna, we talked so, him up. We talked him up. That's true. I, that's, I say, wanted though. to bring that up because that we're on record. If anyone wants to go back and listen, I was like, "You guys are crazy for being on the Tottage train." And look, I'm not right about things very often. So when I am, I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> well, I, I, hey, he was a
0: strong consideration. I know I, I yeah. strongly considered buying Tadic this week and yeah. ended up not doing it. You it, you, you called me a Tadic hater, which, it, and you were right. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's true. I, I mean, this week it all ended up being the same. Uh, Charlie Austin and the defense. Were the big winners? Yeah. We need to bleep
1: week. out the words Charlie Austin on this podcast for the rest of the season. Just bleep them out; they're curse words, man.
0: Curse <laughs> Just, words. Hey, he finally did it. I mean, it's it's in the FPL scoring of it, but he gets the assist. He was credited with the assist on the Gabbiadini goal. At least he got you something. So that's the thing. That
2: like, is the most gracious of gracious. He lives. was. He
0: took poor shots. A lot of the chances that he had were poor. He had moments where he finally looked like he was going to do something, and but he was the one who put the shot on target that got the deflection that allowed for Gabbiadini to score. So I mean, hey, at least you got something. The big, the big guy this week was Cedric. Cedric is one of those guys that, like, at four point seven. Now looking back at him, you know, had you looked at that going into the week, I think because Southampton wasn't in particularly good form.
2: Did you have him?
0: i did not
1: you're not gonna believe me but did i had him queued up oh man ready to go Mm. when i was buying the defender you know the the harry mcguire spot i referenced before Yeah, ended up going with davies ben davies yeah but Uh. i had cedric for a moment queued up yeah and didn't pull the trigger
0: that stinks yeah, I mean, Southampton, I mean, I guess, unless something really weird happens, they feel safe. They feel safe enough to mock Swansea. So, <laughs> Well, um,
1: it sounds like Swansea, or at least a uh, Swans fan who runs the Swansea Marriott. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Messed with them to start with.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? If they stay up, Dave, this, I. I mean, I feel like looking at the quality of player based on Name value and what you would expect of them, Southampton should be miles ahead of Swansea. And the fact that Swansea was in better form there for a while, Swansea was in 14th not too long ago. Yeah, Swansea was in 14th on March 11th.
1: Carlos Carvo, y'all, like came in and did a number new manager bump. That's the thing with the three clubs that are likely going down. We know two of the three are the third, still mathematically not decided yet, as we sit here. There are a lot of like these clubs are going down for a reason. After 38 matches, there's no excuse. However, there are a lot of good players on these three clubs who've been in the Premier League a long time. Yeah, a long time. And you might see more than most years. One of two things happen: you're going to see a a high quality player in the championship, or you're going to see a lot of of purchases by other Premier League clubs or elsewhere in Europe of these players from these clubs. Jack Butland is not playing in the championship next
2: Come year. Come on right? over to
0: Arsenal, Jack Butland. Man, Jack, somebody's gonna get a somebody's gonna get a, a national level goal. Jordan Shakeri yeah, is not playing Shaqiri in the championship next year. Uh
1: when it comes to West Brom, I'd be surprised if Solomon Rondon is the starting at forward for West Brom next year. Yeah. I mean I don't want I don't think he's that great of a forward, but you can't tell me that Wolves he could, he could start or, for Middlesbrough. One of the yeah, one of the promoted clubs yeah. couldn't benefit from a Solomon Rondon, Conf- and and uh, and the same thing is going to apply to Swansea. I disagree with you, Dave. I don't look at Swansea's roster and think this roster is Premier League quality. I don't. They have barely held on for the last few years, and they finally got bit.
0: Yeah, Carver uh, Hall is uh, Marco Silva ing his uh, end of season here with Swansea.
2: Southampton though, Scott has been. Wait, you the don't last- want Marco Silva a little bit for Arsenal? It's interesting. have have never thought of him. I don't hey, think
1: there's any rumors for that, but you don't want him a little bit. I,
2: I like Marco Silva. All right.
0: Can I throw in one thing that is, I feel like helps muddy all the waters even worse than they were already muddied <laughs> yeah, as sure. far as strategy goes, just out of curiosity. I mean, I know last season, the end of the season, there was no, not a whole lot of drama by the end of the season, as far as relegation clubs were concerned I feel like this season's so much different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the bottom bottom five, six, yeah. Or six, Mm -hmm. because it was so tight between basically, you know, nine through 20. I was going to say, I was (laughs) going to say like 11 through 20, but definitely like 13 and down were within points of each other, except for West Brom a few weeks ago. Right. And just last season, looking at the bottom three, you know, Sunderland, Middlesbrough, Hall, they conceded collectively they conceded 82 goals in the last like three months of the season like the collectively the effort and the defense between hall middlesbrough and sunderland was just pathetic absolutely garbage yeah they between the three of them they only won a handful of matches sunderland and middlesbrough won once between february and may last year Com- and Hall was decent. Hall was in good form. It was that one match against when they lost to Sunderland at the end <laughs> of the season last year, it doomed them. They were the one team that had a shot. Watford and Burnley finished with forty points even, and they were six points clear of Hall by the end of the season. Yeah, so it was tight a little bit. Watford was close at the end, but by the but by the very end of the season, those bottom three were so far out of it and they were and they got destroyed. Hall lost 7 to 1 against Spurs in the last game of the season. Remember that? That's when Harry Kane went bonkers at the end of the at the end of the season. Yep. This season, the total goals conceded from from Stoke, West Brom, Saints, Swansea is like 30 combined. Stoke has only conceded 14 goals since the end of February. West Brom have only conceded uh they've only conceded 11 they conceded 11 goals in their eight losses but other than that haven't given up that many goals yeah. swansea has been was in pretty good form southampton's been in in decent form like it's like barely double digit goals conceded all of those teams at the very bottom like i think the quality of them and everything got so tight at the bottom it just it just made it unpredictable compared to last year where it was like yeah. Hull, Middlesbrough, Sunderland. If you have those guys on your – if you, if they were on the radar, it was like fire up whoever you got. Yeah. This year, it hasn't turned into anything against a lot of those guys.
1: Can I uh, wrap up this relegation talk? I wasn't going to do this here, but since we're on the subject, I wrote my limerick about relegation.
2: Okay.
1: Would it be all right to kind of put a bow on this with my limerick? Yeah, absolutely. You okay with that, Brian? I love – bows and limerick yeah well then without any ado here we go don't put a bow on me <laughs> swansea stoke and west brom ran out of luck yes they did,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't blame the players for passing the buck no okay with clement hughes and pardue and tony pulis too you knew these clubs were the worst. They <laughs>
2: suck. <laughs> you knew it. You well, yeah. knew it, Brian, from the first line. Well, you did I it. threw a
0: little curveball at you there. He did. He did he it in the curveball. right spot. He did it. A, he did it a word early, and, and you know.
1: I hope you got a good trigger finger on that squeaky toy, Dave. Uh,
0: <clears> the <throat> good one.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: That's a really good Brian
2: one. Brian always dreams of good, filthy limericks. Finally. Leicester nil, West Ham
1: two. Mario and a Mark Noble laser give the hammers the points. As we sit here, we know that Leicester followed this dud of a match with a 3-1 win over Arsenal. Vardy so, and Marez on so the scoreline, along with Nacho pod favorite, while West Ham waits to kick off against United.
2: I feel like, I feel like Leicester oh. still harbors... There. Anger against Arsenal. I feel like every time they play Arsenal, they bring their best game. Why? Because they wouldn't get. They couldn't.
1: Uh, uh, Jamie Vardy didn't go to Arsenal. Is that what? I'm trying there. to spit for whatever
2: this out. reason. Or, whether it's Marez or or Vardy, I don't know what it is. But Leicester loves to schedule Arsenal at Leicester, and I know they don't make the schedule up, but it just seems like this always at night. And uh, I know that this was a. I think this was a replay from a further yeah, this other, is an from epic another match. yeah. so it might have even been at another time in the day but it just so happened as the football gods would have it to be a night game whatever man uh the only thing that that pains most people I mean some people probably played Vardy that wouldn't have been a bad play let's try bo- two matches in this match week so people could have had Vardy and both there. at home and both yeah but their City. form up to this point had been complete crap. Oh, yeah, Beach, it was terrible. Ish. I've said crap oh, so many times on this pod. It was terrible. My apologies. It was so terrible that
0: you, me, and hundreds of thousands of other people sold all Leicester players. That owned Riyad Mahrez, Yep. for example. I mean, I,
1: yeah, I sold Harry Maguire, too. I mean, it was all throughout the squad. I had Mahrez
0: and um, Chilwell the week before. And Ben Chilwell... Who tons of people owned going into this week, who were surprised to find within oh I don't know an hour of kickoff to see an orange triangle by his name as Claude Puel updated the roster at the very very end of the uh, at the end of the time to let everyone know that Chilwell was injured. Um, Brian Mares was my first choice. I was regretting not selling him a week earlier. Yeah, and just to rub my face even further down into the manure pile that was the double game week this week. (laughs) He scores and gets all three bonus points against Arsenal today.
2: Manure pile is perfect. That might be the name of this pod is manure pile.
0: I mean, nothing could have made it worse than, and I knew, I knew it would happen. I should have bet money on it. Um, no, I don't and I don't know what confidence he would possibly have for them going to or playing Spurs on Sunday. But hey, congrats. You beat ten man Arsenal at home under the lights and uh and the two big guns got in the got in the shooting.
1: Speaking of triangles, as I look, Marco now has a yellow triangle next to his name. He for does knock.
0: He left at 78 minutes against Leicester with an unspecified knock. That's the even worse thing about it. It's interesting. Um, yet to be updated at this point. Uh, my guess is nothing serious since post-match, David Moyes didn't go out of his way to address it, and it didn't sound like anyone really pressed him to get an answer to find out if there was anything wrong with it. But... For the sake of our you don't, bet, I'm you hoping. Don't, yeah, you okay. don't love to see the triangle, but um, yeah, he did leave a little
2: early. I would, I would not want to win on a triangle. I want to win on the Ooh, field. I like it. Stoke won, Crystal Palace two.
1: Stoke became the first relegated, officially relegated club, although it didn't look like it would be the case after Shakiri's first half goal. But James MacArthur and Patrick Van Onholt saw to it that everything was confirmed.
0: Who's going to win? Which is going to win on Sunday? Which will win? Okay. Form or desperation? West Brom is in form. Crystal Palace clearly a, a form team here. Yeah. West Brom playing for pure pride and going out going out the right way, which they've already announced that they want to do that, going to Crystal Palace, who's playing, well, now as for... As good as now, anyone. As good as anyone, but now for nothing.
2: Honestly, that could be nil nil, right? No, I think it's going to be a great game. I think Darren Moore will. Everyone's worried about being choke slammed by Darren Moore, <laughs> so so <laughs> That's West will perform. So and for whatever Zaha. reason, for whatever, whatever reason, oh Grandpa Roy is able to motivate Crystal Palace. I think this is might be one of the best games of the weekend. So keep Zaha. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Milivojevich, absolutely. All right, I will. I think you should.
0: Um. I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to buy James Tompkins going into this match Uh, as Crystal Palace uh, players go if you don't already have him. uh, I know we've talked about him week after week after week because we have to, partially because he'll score goals, but also because he's exceptionally cheap. I thought
1: about putting him in that Cedric slash Ben Davies spot too, but decided against it. Because he
0: only played once.
1: Because he only played once. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you would have been... Probably okay, no matter what decision you made know this week. Because <laughs> that's what kind of week Because that's was. what
2: seemed like it was yeah. for whatever, Brian. Yeah.
1: Watford 2, Newcastle 1. Pereira got the scoring started in the second minute. Iosi Perez, as we know, put in Newcastle's goal so that Dave could win that bet. But the winning goal in this one for
0: Watford went to
1: none other than Andre
0: Gray. Perfect. What a perfect ending to an absolutely pointless game.
1: Yeah. Not much for fantasy here, is there?
0: The only person better to have scored the winning goal for Watford would have been Miguel Britos. <laughs> Agree.
1: And we've already talked about Swansea a little bit. Their week started poorly, however, uh, with Matt Frazier scoring the lone goal in a 1-0 loss at Bournemouth.
0: Ryan Fraser.
1: I keep saying Matt.
0: Uh, you know the special thing about Ryan Fraser this week for yes, Bournemouth. Ryan, tell me why Ryan the, Fraser is special. The special thing for Ryan Fraser for this week uh, for Bournemouth is that he is currently part of the double game week thirty-seven dream team in Fantasy Premier League. One of the best performing midfielders of the double game week. I'm not joking. That is what kind of double game week it is. When you say manure pile, manure pile, it is one that has the Chunk of corn in the manure at the top, <laughs> oh, and that sure chunk of God. corn, yeah, is Ryan Fraser.
1: <laughs> it's so disgusting.
0: <laughs> it's yes, the whole thing is disgusting. The entire week is disgusting,
1: which is why we are basically at hey, the
0: end. As, as far as safety goes, who's safer than your Swansea starters for the last week? They got to put in as many goals as they can possibly. I don't know, and I know it's not about if if you you're just talking. Are you about, loving some
2: Jordan IU this week? No, I'm not, but <laughs> <laughs> because
0: because any because he was one of the top transfers in this week, like a lot of people did. If you already had him, you were probably okay with that, and you were probably feeling pretty good about the matchups. And now all of a sudden, it looks like it's all desperation everywhere, no matter what. So Alfie Mawson, Martin Olson, Federico Fernandez, Fabianski, Jordan IU anybody else you I don't name. know Brian they're all gonna play and you're you're hoping that, are, that if yeah. all of them are gonna kick a ball into the net if you if you're but lucky here's
1: the thing I'm looking at my squad okay I'm looking at my squad yeah. De Gea and Fabianski okay I'm I'm not I'm not making a change for this last week at goalkeeper right Ben Davies I might as well keep him Chris Smalling Virgil van Dyke, DeAndre Yedlin yeah and Alfie Mawson yeah okay? what's wrong Yedlin with that? and Mawson are, are, the, are the two guys I'm looking at maybe transferring out right My midfield, I'm not going to make any changes. Maybe Willian. Maybe. If I want to make my move there, it'll be Willian. Uh, And then I've already discussed and Kane, and Jordan Ayew. Uh, Honestly, Elfie Mawson's kind of the guy I'm looking at. Maybe sending out, I can probably upgrade and try to make a guess as to a result and get a clean sheet. Well,
0: I don't know what other result you're going to hope for. Swansea at home against already relegated Stoke. And if you say Stoke is so unpredictable in that last match that already Boston. relegated Stoke yeah. traveling to Swansea where they've been good regardless of the Southampton match, which was which was sad for The them. manure pile. It just seems like the safest of the safe we'll be, as far as safety goes in this manure pile of an end of the season. <laughs> it's true. Sure. I don't know that I'd be rushing to to get rid of them, especially knowing, I mean, if pressing, if the pressing aspect, like you talked about it with Kane, pressing for goals, if them having to press for goals turns into mistakes, I just don't know what you're going to, I don't know what you would possibly count on from Stoke going into the last match, unless it's the same thing with West Brom and
2: Pride. So, I don't think it's going to be the same thing with West Brom and Pride. I went back over the last couple, like last three or four seasons, and, and looked at the last match week and how the relegated teams performed. The only one worth mentioning was when New- how Newcastle yeah, won the game. That's right. When Rafa, Rafa yeah was going down. That was the only result. You know what? You know what I saw a lot of seven ones, four zeros, huh. five zeros. I'm serious. Well, all hey.
0: like and
1: Swansea need nine. They they have a goal difference right? of nine to make up against. Stoke. I
2: don't think Stoke is going to show up at all for this game, and. I'm just telling you. Um, I don't think Stokes is going to show up at all for this game, and it wouldn't surprise me if Swansea puts in four goals.
1: Do you know what I'm proud of? Tell me. I'm proud of the fact that we were not at the beach for game week 37. Here we are. We just recapped 37, bonus matches included. It's true. Gave you great advice for game week 38. We'll find out if it's right, but it was still good advice for 38. (laughs) And we're also, we've are also we also hyped the fact that we're covering 38 in a way that we never do. That's it. T- live tweeting Championship Sunday. Look for our, our post about how to watch Championship Sunday, especially in the United States, for game week 38. I mean, everything you could have possibly wanted in this pod, and we did it in less than 90 minutes. It'll be close to 90 minutes. <laughs> I'll be able
2: to trim some. Normal time. Abso- abso- it is normal time. 15 normal matches time. in normal time. Scott, listen. Not many people might be listening to us after this week. This obviously is a fancy football podcast, fancy yeah. soccer podcast, That's right? Uh, the, the season will be over after this next uh, match week. We've already discussed coming up. Sure. Um, once you want to tell everyone real quick what we're going to be doing this summer with the World Cup and yeah. and other things?
1: Yeah, we have a great summer planned. We don't take the summers off. No. If you followed us for the last few years, you know this. We don't take the summers off. Now, there might be a couple of weeks because, hey, you know what? We do we do vacations and things, too. True. So there might be a few weeks where we do some uh, rebroadcasts of shows. In fact, we're planning to rebroadcast our Injury Protocol pod. Yep. We're also planning to rebroadcast our pod that focus on some of the fun segments that we do some of which we did in this show yep uh but for the most part you're going to get a lot of good content over the summer uh we are signed on with a, a group of podcasts that are getting together to do previews of world of the world cup 2018 world cup uh we are going to be previewing mexico yep and there'll be other podcasts that are previewing other clubs, uh or other clubs, other countries that are participating in that tournament. So you'll be able to look for that right after the season ends. We're gonna do a season ending pod next week. There's no reason to necessarily do a full recap of 38. So we're gonna do a season review instead. By the way, I didn't tell you guys that. We're doing a season review next week.
2: One of the segments will be Things I Now Know. Aha, teaser,
1: I love it. But in addition to that, we're going to give you uh, everything you could possibly want during the summer. Uh, We're going to talk about some strategy with uh, Andrew, the ref. We're going to bring him back over the summer. Uh, You may have heard our interview with him uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, We've got plenty of things to discuss with him, and we'll obviously discuss any rule changes that we know at that point. There's always plenty of transfer news for us to discuss. We're going to focus on the promoted clubs. We only know two of them to this point, but we'll do a special show about the three promoted clubs so you're prepared with them, just like you will be with the other 17. Lots and lots for us to do, and we're going to provide it all during summer 2018 on the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast.
2: It's going to be a fun summer. Yes, it is. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. Also,
1: I'm sorry, England, but... I have nothing else to cheer for in the World Cup. I'm an American soccer fan who has no rooting interest in the World Cup. So England, I'm on board with you. Yep
2: put put me on the England train. I am prepared for heartbreak. I think the semifinals are a complete possibility. You are crazy. I know I am. It's but probably I'm it's, it's probably true. It's probably me cursing England by rooting. You
1: probably for them. did. Come on, man.
2: Oh man. Eh, here comes Iceland. All right, listen. Hey, find us on all the fancy soccer FC platforms all over the social media especially this weekend brian mentioned roto world earlier they're yes, a big he did. deal at roto world is a great great site
1: as of earlier this week we show up higher than
2: roto world in google
1: that's very nice that's right
2: that's very fun i will take that as a compliment
1: it's because michael oliver came onto our show and did a sponsor. if roto that's world
2: right. could That'll only always help you roto world could only a dream of getting the sponsors that we have that's true Hey, for the Fancy Soccer FC podcast, uh, until next time.